Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Field and Garden Podcast with your friend in flowers and host, Lisa Mason Ziegler, and I'm really glad you dropped by. And friends, it's 2024, and while, you know, we're already at the end of January, dead into going into February, where does the time go? And I want to share a really special message with you guys this morning. But before we jump into that, um, just a reminder that this podcast is brought to you and made possible by thegardenersworkshop.com, which is home base for all the things that we love bringing to you. Um, From all of our resources, podcasts, videos, blogs, online courses, our fully stocked online garden shop. Um, You can check out our shopping show. Um, There's just a lot of things that we feel like just really help people understand and learn how to grow great flowers. Whether you're growing a little patch in your backyard for your own delight, or you are starting or um, feeding a business right? So go over there and check it out. I highly recommend you check out our newsletter. Um, We send out a lot of good content or showing you kind of pointing the arrows to different content because frankly, friends, our website is so jam-packed full of resources that sometimes you just never even know stuff is there. So sign up for our newsletter Um, It's at the bottom of every web page over at the Gardener's Workshop. And lastly, my new book, The Cut Flower Handbook, is on its way out. Um, If if it's not out yet, pre-order to get those bonuses. And if it, it is out, place your order. I would love to sign a copy for you because this book is what I feel like will just open the door to anybody that wants to grow cut flowers from when to plant, what to plant, how to grow it, when to cut it, um, and everything in between. And again, you'll find that at thegardenersworkshop.com. So friends, um, we, uh, a, a kind of a topic has bubbled up in the last couple of weeks, um, we just laid to rest Steve's mom, um, Ruby, and she was quite a giant, y'all. She was just the most giving, caring, compassionate person I have ever met. And that became evident to us through her tribute. Um, Just the testimonies about her and the number of people that were there that just said, She brought me chicken soup when my mom died. You know, I mean, the stories just went on and on and on. Anyway, one of the things that resonated and came out of this was about how Ruby really loved getting my flowers because she then in turn shared those flowers with other people. And so many people from so many different walks of life just talked about how she loved the flowers, loved sharing them in addition to all the things that she did. And, you know, as I listened to these people talk about this, what really kind of came to me is that cut flowers are just good medicine. 
I see three things that they're directly good medicine for. Well, they offer good medicine. Growing the flowers. I mean, gardening is so good for us, right? I mean, it's so good for us. That's why so many of us take the plunge and go further and become farmers, right? So growing the flowers is incredible medicine for the person that's actually growing them. And then giving and sharing the flowers is such a blessing. Um, If you haven't experienced that, I am telling you, it is like nothing you've ever experienced. I don't care if you've given the greatest gift in the world to somebody. Until you give somebody the flowers that you've grown, it is so different than what you think, y'all. It's pretty amazing. So that is incredibly good medicine. And then... There's the third thing, which is receiving the flowers. Um, Such a blessing to people. I mean, whether they're grown or you pick them up at the supermarket, giving the gift of flowers is always a good thing to do, right? But again, um, and we're going to talk a little bit more about it, receiving flowers that have been grown by somebody that you know has an effect that I was never quite well prepared for. So, you know, just some stories about Ruby and cut flowers. You know, she was never here on a day when we harvested because I can tell you, if she'd have seen the flowers that we dropped in the pathway because they weren't pretty perfect, she'd have been right behind me going up and down the aisles, picking up those flowers, thinking of people that they needed to be given to, right? Um, she, so she was my biggest fan. I mean, she was always, she had an entrepreneurial heart, um, a business heart and incredible. I mean, she raised a bunch of kids, took care of her mom, ran Ziegler plumbing. I mean, she was the, um, a most amazing multitasking, get it done woman ever. And so every week, you know, we were together thick as thieves all the time, right? Our families all live close together, mine and his family. And so I saw her often and, you know, I would always, because, you know, when you're a flower grower, if you have a flower garden, you almost always have flowers, right? I mean, there's always something you can go cut or you have something on your own table. And because they are fresh from your garden and you treated them properly, right? They last forever most often. So we, I just took her flowers all the time. And um, so I would take her a bouquet. And like on Stevie, oftentimes, Steve always had breakfast with his folks on Saturday and Sunday morning to kind of help him with stuff. And so oftentimes he would take a little bouquet on Saturday morning. And then when we'd go Sunday for lunch with our, our families, half the flowers would already be gone because she'd say, you know, I took down to so-and-so or so-and-so came, or Uncle Daniel came over and he was admiring those sunflowers. So I just plucked them out and gave them to him. Oh, he was so happy about it. You know, I mean, she took joy from what I shared with her, but she really taught me about the joy of giving. So let's just talk about growing flowers for a minute that joy that we receive in growing them, right? Um, So this is what really sparks people to over 
over plant, over buy, over dream. It's that feeling we get being a part of this process of growing anything, really. But growing flowers, you know, I um, I think it was in my first book, Cool Flowers, perhaps, that I mentioned, you know, when I first, Steve and I first got married, there was huge vegetable gardens here. You know, their family would cook or grow to to can and put food up as well as eating tons fresh, right? Well, so I kind of stepped in and took that over as Steve and I were married and I moved in to this place where we live now. And I can remember being in the kitchen surrounded by five-gallon buckets of tomatoes in the process of canning them all. While I loved doing it, it was a lot of dadgum hard work, right? And then I started sneaking in cut flowers into the vegetable patch so I could take them to my grandma. What I soon learned is growing flowers didn't quite as have as much end work as vegetables did. You didn't have to can them and process them, right? I mean, you can. it's much easier to give away flowers than it is to give away zucchini in July, right? Um, so it's growing. It's being a part of that miraculous miracle that happens whether you plant a plant and it goes on to bloom and bear fruit or flowers or whatever you're growing. It's that... It's that process that just draws us all in, and it's so good for us. I mean, holy cow, if we could get every person that was suffering from something to get their hands in the dirt and let them plant a plant or a seed and then watch what happens, they would their whole demeanor in life would be different, right? I mean, would that not be like a goal? Um, anyway, so growing um, is a huge blessing to people that do it. And that's, you know, like for me, I'm like a gardener gone wild. That's how I became a flower farmer. I just loved the process of gardening. I talk about that in my new book, The Cut Flower Handbook, is like if you love the process of gardening, which I truly believe that we all do, but not everybody figures out how to do it, so they kind of just push it aside but I'm telling you that never have I experienced often the thing that I hear from people or the thing that I experience when people hear what I do. The first thing out of their mouth is, I have a brown thumb. I can't grow anything. And that what that says to you is those people want to grow something. They just haven't figured it out. And so I truly believe that we're all drawn to that. And it's that process um, that is just so amazing. So growing flowers is incredibly um, satisfying. It fulfills something we have a natural um, need for. And it's just, it's pretty amazing. And that brings me to the second thing. The giving flowers is great medicine. The short story is that um, back when, oh gosh, I bet I'd been growing flowers between five and 10 years. It was that time of my career. And um, one of the things you soon learn when you truly grow a cutting garden and tend it as a cutting garden, meaning you're cutting it as you should, which makes it produce so much more than you ever dreamed, you always have flowers to give. 
And so back when we were ramping up into our high production years, um, I had a bouquet drop-off um, program. And it started out just for businesses, but evolved to residents that were in that same loop of my of the drive. Um, anyway, so I was doing that. And we always had extra flowers. I mean, I can always squeak you know, depends on how big you are. But back then I could go out and cut three buckets of flowers the morning after we had harvest the day before, you know, you always had flowers. So as the wheel turns during that time, we actually had four friends that lived right around us here in our community that were going through cancer treatment at the same time, some more severe than others. And I said to Suzanne, I said, you know what, we ought to drop a bouquet of flowers off on their porch. And we'll put a little note with it. You know, we just put them in a bucket. They were rubber banded. A bouquet was made. Dropped it a little. I had Dollar Tree buckets. Dropped it on their front porch with a note that said something like, you know, this is a bucket of blooms for you. We're thinking of you. Leave your bucket out. And we'll drop one off every whatever day. I think it was Mondays. And so, oh my goodness, y'all. The cards and phone calls that we received from those people were that gift brought us so much joy and it just filled, it was amazing. Um, one such person, Pauline, who actually is the person that urged me to ask Steve out on our very first date, she and I worked together at Denby Animal Hospital. She was from England and had that wonderful accent and um, she had lung cancer and it was very, um, serious and severe. And so I would drop off this beautiful bouquet on her porch every Monday and she would call me and she could hardly speak. You know, she was just so overcome with emotion and said, you know, they're beautiful. They're amazing. But what brings me the most joy is staring at that bouquet during the day and thinking about you working in your garden. So giving your flowers touches people in a place they've never been touched usually. It's kind of like giving somebody a homemade pound cake that doesn't get homemade food. You know, they just can't even believe you did it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And gifting your flowers is an amazing gift to give, and it is incredibly good medicine for the receiver and for the giver. It just kind of is the icing on the cake after growing the flowers, right? You know, I could tell that same story over again for receiving the flowers. You know, the things we hear from folks that have received flowers, um, I'm thinking of two particular people that received that initial four of those four ladies that we dropped flowers off. Um, Pauline, at her um, service, she passed away not long after we um, we had done all of that. And her family, who I didn't really know, um, I went to her service and just shared with me that those flowers were such a bright light in their dark journey for all of them. You know, the people that were caring for her and and for her. And I mean, it just lets you have a little peek into the darkness that some people are suffering with and how your flowers can just really 
provide that flashlight, right? I mean, light the match, y'all. Light the match. Um, so receiving those flowers um, is pretty remarkable. And, you know, that's what I experienced at Ruby's service is so many of the people, many of them were our family. We have huge families, right? I mean, Ruby had eight brothers and sisters. There was nine of them. And they all kind of pretty much live within a half an hour, an hour of here. And they all had a pack of kids who now have their own pack of kids. And they all loved Ruby so much because of her nurturing, giving, compassionate personality and and faith. And many of them were recipients of some of my flowers, but I never knew it because I had given them to Ruby, right? And that's where this idea for this podcast called Good Medicine came from. Um, I can remember one cousin came up and said, you know, not only did your flowers mean so much to her and she was so proud of you, but we absolutely loved receiving them from her. And I said, you know, med- you know, flowers are just good medicine. We just, we underestimate that power. You know, receiving the flowers just is an, a great exclamation point at the end of this sentence of growing flowers for whatever. Everybody, everybody that wants to grow a cutting garden has somebody they can give flowers to. I mean, show up on your neighbor who never waves or never, you know, is kind of grumpy, either just if you're afraid to knock on their door, you know, if you're one of those types that, like I used to be, that just thought, I don't know what to say, what if they don't open the door, whatever, put them on a bu- in a bucket on the front porch with a note that just says, thought you might enjoy these, your neighbor. You know, think about that. And that also gives purpose to your flowers. Something that we've really learned on this journey of me flower farming for now over two and a half decades. These last few years have we transitioned my business where, you know, we don't sell flowers now. Um, We grow flowers to support the rest of our business and our education. Um, And we've learned that it's really hard to truly care for our cutting gardens in the best way unless our flowers have a destination. Um, Meaning, Bobo and I would often say, oh, let's not cut the rest of this bed. We don't need them this week because we're taking images or videos of XYZ. And it was easy to skip, but now we know we need to have a destination. And we do have an amazing program um, that we are implementing so that that's the case this year. But I think that's also true for the home gardener. If you think I'm going to gift one bouquet a week, one bouquet a month, and have this mental list of who that is, whether it's the police officer the school teacher, the fireman, the fire station. Um, last year, Suzanne and I, you know, we grow a lot of sunflowers around here. And sunflowers make everybody smile. And they're fairly easy to to do. Um, after a big harvest of, we were doing this big um, grow of testing all these different sunflowers, right? I mean, we had probably like 500 sunflower stems. 
So after we were done with everything we were going to do, Susie Q and I um, made them into bunches, packed them up, and took them to our local precinct. And I bet it was probably 50, 60, 70 bouquets. And I mean, they were speechless. <laughs> I mean, how do you think those officers' mates received them at home that day? You know? I mean, y'all, it's endless, right? So cut flowers are good medicine. Growing flowers is good medicine. Giving flowers is good medicine. And surely receiving flowers is good medicine. All the way around, full circle. So friends, if you want to learn more about how to grow flowers, whether you're a home gardener or a budding flower farmer or a seasoned flower farmer, be sure to check out thegardenersworkshop.com. We have everything from flower farming school to becoming farmer florist to being a florist and wanting to bring more local flowers on board or how to start a little home cutting garden and how to start seeds. Online courses, books, free tutorials, we got you covered. So friends, head over to thegardenersworkshop.com to learn more. And I thank you for dropping in. And here's to 2024 being the season of good medicine with cut flowers. Ciao.